Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick, and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband. Wife. Do you know what we're doing today? Well, we're back to podcasting, yes. at least. Yes, we are. And that that's my fault. Well, I've, both of us. Both of us, but I mean, the extended break is mine. Yeah. But uh, you have a, what, like, mic multi-fractures in your foot or something? Yeah. Now you got to walk with a boot. I got to walk with a walk-in boot. And I, I, they gave me the boot. I got the sick. And you got the ick. Yeah, so, and yeah. that, you might still even be able to hear it, you probably can, but it's, it's a bit nasally. Gross. But, uh, yeah, that was fun. So, yeah. um, that being said, we're not going to be doing some of the extra episodes that we had talked about doing 
when we last left off. If we do, it won't be for a bit. Right. We yeah. got to catch up first. We got to catch up. So we're starting today with uh, the new. What is it? The Book of Psalms. The Book of Psalms. That's right. Yeah. And uh, we had to do a little bit of figuring out how we're gonna do this even. Yeah. Because Psalms are short as fuck. They are short as fuck. And so we had to decide how we're doing this, how we're playing this. So today y'all get to find out what that's going to look like, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So what are we going over today? Today I'm going to do an introduction and then I'm going to read the first two Psalms. And we're going to do a little bit of what did that mean and notes about it. Okay. About each of those two. Got it. Got it. Okay, sounds good. Well, you ready to get into this? I sure as fuck am. Let's go do it. Okie dokie. Okay, so we are starting the book of Psalms. We sure are. Not S-O-L-M-S, but P-S-A-L-M-S. Yes. Psalms. Psalms. Yeah, and those are praises. They're praises? Psalms are praises. Paraises. Paraises. Yeah. Psalms, paraises. And the book of Psalms is also referred to as the Psalter. Psalter? Psalter. Psalter? A Psalter that starts with a P. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Why is it referred to as that? I I have no idea. I didn't name it. I'm just telling you the info. It's it's Psalter. It's a Psalter and a Psalms. Psalms are paraises, and the book is also a Psalter. Got it. Okay. Yeah. And it's an anthology of Hebrew religious hymns. Hymns? Hymns. 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 Having all kinds of fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. In the Jewish and Western Christian traditions, which those are the two we're kind of reading from. Yeah. There are 150 psalms. Got it. But I thought we would just like split these up. And okay. read three each time, and that would exactly evenly, be, yeah, right, sure. But no, that's not what we're gonna do. It's not what we're gonna do because the book of Psalms, the Psalms, is divided into five sections, five or five books. Huh. So Interesting. The book of Psalms has five books in Psalms. it. Psalms. Psalms. Each ending with a doxology, which is a hymn of praise or a benediction. Not a benediction. Benediction. Benedict. That's getting old. <laughs> okay, there are several types of psalms, yeah. including hymns or songs of parade, communal and individual laments or laments. <laughs> we are confusing the fuck out of everybody right now. Royal psalms, individual thanksgivings, psalms of communal thanksgiving, wisdom, pilgrimage, etc. Okay. Okay. Sure. Many of the psalms contain <laughs> attributions to the name of King David or Solomon or many other figures. Okay. okay. Yeah. And I didn't list all those because they were people we haven't met yet. But Got it. David Got it. and Solomon, we know Wait, those Wait, we guys. have psalms from people we haven't met yet? Correct. Damn it. Correct. That's going to be a little confusing. It really is. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. David's authorship, however, is not accepted by most modern Bible scholars. Go figure. Go figure. <laughs> right. That's exactly what I said in my right. little pea brain when yeah. I read that. Um, instead, they attribute authorship to various authors writing between the 9th and 5th centuries BCE. Wow, that's a lot later mm-hmm. than, than David. I said I know and, that's right. And, and the others, actually, for that matter. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. 
So the Psalms were written from the time of the Israelite conquest of Canaan or Canaan (laughs) to the post-exilic period. Okay. Okay. All right. And it was probably, the book was probably compiled and edited into its present form during the post-exilic period in the 5th century BC. And if I understand this right, the Psalms are actually written as songs. Correct. They're not. Yeah, like, they're songs of praise. They're hymns. Yeah. Yes. Right. That's so, what I said. They're oh, hymns. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hymns. Okay. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so book We're not going to do them as songs, though. No, we're not singing, you guys. We tried that a while back, and that did it not go well. No, some of y'all told us it was cringe, and you were not wrong. No, you weren't wrong. Yeah. I mean, we we tried, you know? We tried. You got to try different things. At least we can say we tried it. Yeah. I'm not ashamed. I mean, I'm a little bit ashamed. I'm not ashamed because I try to do different things, and I went outside my wheelhouse, and it was fun. And I'm I'm not even going to tell anybody where that was because I don't want them to find it. I don't If they haven't heard it. (laughs) I, I really don't either. But I'm not ashamed that I did it because... I like trying new things. Yeah, and sure. Learning from it. It was early on, you know. Yeah, and we we did learn from it. We, we learned sure did. that we should never do that ever again. Never. Yeah, never. yeah. Book one of the Psalms consists of Psalms one through forty-one. Is this a thing now? Oh yes, it is absolutely a thing. Now. Okay. Psalms, right. it is. Psalms, it is. So one through forty-one does not divide evenly. It sure the fuck doesn't. But if I add this intro, that makes it forty-two. Okay, which we like the number 42. We do, and it divides evenly. So for today, I'm only reading two psalms. Hereafter, for the rest of book one of psalms, I will read three of them per day. I think we should at least say psalms one time during every episode. Okay. So that way people don't think we're actually dumb. Right. I'm just saying, you know. I started out saying psalms. No, that's what I'm saying. Maybe the intro, we could say psalms. And then you can go psalms later. Yeah. Because psalms is fun. And if people don't like it, they can put this off. <laughs> so the Septuagint, which don't forget is the Greek yeah. um, version. Sure. Includes a Psalm 151. Oh, yeah. interesting. A Hebrew version of this was found in the Psalms scroll of the Dead Sea Scrolls. Oh. I'm loving me those Dead Sea Scrolls. Right, yeah. Right? Someday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We'll get there. We'll get there. Some versions of the Bible used in Syriac churches, mainly in the Middle East, include Psalms 152 through 155. Oh, even. shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Lots we don't, of missing psalms. Yeah, psalms. we don't get to read those psalms. Yeah. They're permissing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there are also the Psalms of Solomon, which are a further 18 psalms of Jewish origin, Likely written in Hebrew, but surviving only in Greek and Syriac translations. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. These and other indications suggest that the current Western and Christian collection of 150 psalms were selected from a much wider set. Got it. Obviously. Right, right. So the book that we have is just... A handful of things that are out there. Yeah. And I don't think it was meant to be the end-all, be-all. Right. But Christians today are like, no, this is it. There's nothing else. And I'm like, I I don't think that's what it said. Yeah. I I don't think that word means what you think it means. Considering these were written by Jewish folk Mm -hmm. after Christianity started, Mm -hmm. it's interesting that it's even in a compilation of the Christian Bible. Exactly. Really. Exactly. So... I don't know. That's, yeah. that's interesting. It is to me. very interesting. Yeah. 
So now we get into the Psalms. And are you ready for this? I am ready. Okay. I'm getting over there. You're, you're getting there. Okay. Ready? I'm ready. The first one, Psalm 1. Yeah. Psalm 1, the righteous and the ungodly. Okay. Okay. Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. Not so the wicked. They are like chaff that the wind blows away. Or chaff. I think it's chaff. Sorry. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous but the way of the wicked leads to destruction. Okay, okay, so that sounds like follow God and you're good. And if you're not following God, you're bad. And exactly. you'll be blown away like chaff. That's pretty much exactly straightforward. Yeah. So um, a lot of these are, if they don't have a title attributed to them, which some of them do have a little explanation in front of them. Okay. Which I will note when we get there. Sure. Um. But if they don't, they're often referred to by the first line. So this one, Psalm 1, is called Blessed is the Man. Got it. Okay. Okay. And this psalm contrasts the righteous person with the wicked or ungodly person or the sinner, which, I mean, that's sure. pretty much what you said. Yeah. And the righteous person is the one who takes care to know the laws of God and so has good judgment and avoids bad company. And the result is the ability to withstand difficult times in life. Supported by God's protection. On the other hand, mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. the wicked person's behavior makes them vulnerable to disaster, which, yeah, I'm sure. which is the chaff that right. you said. Yeah. Yeah. Okay? And it's clearly stated that the wicked and the righteous should not mingle and will not mingle at the judgment. That's why, okay. that's why Christians don't like atheists, I guess. Yeah, they're not supposed to mingle. Right, we don't mingle. It says so in Psalm no, 1. No commingling. No commingling. <laughs> the path the wicked have chosen leads to destruction, and at the judgment they receive the natural consequence of that choice. What is what is the natural consequence? They go to the bad place. The bad <laughs> Which is whatever we choose to call it on any given day, right, right. depending on the interpretation of the afterlife yeah. that you choose to... Um, get from the Bible. Right. You know? Yeah. Just depends on the day okay. of the week. Well, hopefully the bad place isn't so bad. And you know? The righteous man is compared, and I totally overlooked you. you. Did, I you apologize. Yes. It was a joke because I don't really believe in the bad place. No, know? no. The hells and the. The hells know. and the heavens and the afterlife right. and all, all that. that shit. I don't either. So. But, you know, whatever. Right. The righteous man is compared in verse three to a tree planted by a stream which indicates that his harvest is plentiful and whatever he does flourishes because he is with God. Right. Okay. Okay. So that was Psalm 1. Okay. Uh-huh. Now we're going to read Psalm 2. Okay. Psalm 2, the reign of the Lord's anointed. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Why do the nations conspire and the people's plot in vain? The kings of the earth rise up and the rulers band together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, let us break their chains and throw off their shackles. The one enthroned in heaven laughs. The Lord scoffs at them. 
he rebukes them in his anger and terrifies them in his wrath, saying, I have installed my king on Zion, my holy mountain. Mm. I will proclaim the Lord's decree. He said to me, you are my son. Today I have become your father. Ask me and I will make the nations your inheritance, the ends of the earth your possession. You will break them with a rod of iron. You will dash them to pieces like pottery. Therefore, you kings, be wise. Be warned, you rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and celebrate his rule with trembling. Kiss his son or he will be angry and your way will lead to your destruction. For his wrath can flare up in a moment. Blessed are all who take refuge in him. Okay. Okay. And see that... I, I never understood why all these uh, outside kings and forces wanted to fight the Israelites all the time. Right. If God was so mighty that they would just be destroyed every single time. Right? It didn't make much sense to me. No. So I I don't get it how he is. He, he If he's as powerful as he seems and he, and he says he is, mm-hmm. then these people wouldn't even bother fighting them. Right. But they do. Right. So I call bullshit. Exactly. That's all. Yeah. Now, you'll notice that this one starts, why do the nations conspire and the people's plot in vain? Right. But in, um, I guess, better translations or whatever, the King James or whatever, it's why do the heathen rage? And I really like that better. Mm. Right? Yeah. So that's what Psalm 2 is often titled. Why do the heathen rage? Got it. Which is not exactly the same as what we read. No, it is not. Psalm 2 does not identify its author with a superscription, um, which that's some of the titles I told you that some of them have. But Acts um, chapter 4, verse 24 through 26 in the New Testament Uh attributes it to David. Okay. Okay. And according to the Talmud, Psalm 2 is a continuation of Psalm 1. Oh. Okay. And there's a 10th century rabbi who noted that Psalm 1 begins with the word happy and the last verse of Psalm 2 ends with the word happy, which joins them thematically. Got it. Okay. okay. I didn't really pay that much attention. So right. Nor did I. Catch me outside. Yeah. <laughs> According to the Talmud and various commentators, this psalm is messianic, referring to the advent of the Jewish Messiah who will be preceded by the wars of Gog and Magog. Gog and Magog. Yep. Okay. Now the king of Psalm 2 is interpreted not as David, but as the future King Messiah from the Davidic line, who will restore Israel to its former glory and bring world peace. As the Christians would like to say, that's Jesus. Many Christian scholars interpret the subject of the psalm as Jesus Christ and his role as the Messiah. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So that was our intro to Psalms and the first two with notes. Okay. Okay. Um, I think you guys might have picked up on this, but we're not going to be doing um, Q and A's during this book. Correct. Because we're kind of doing them as we go along. We figured with the way these are broken up into many different Psalms as we're going along, it's not going to make much sense for us to do a Q and A at the end of every week because. It, but then we'll, we'll have, have three times five is like 15 right. psalms to summarize. Yeah, so we're just kind of going to summarize as we go along. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, we're we're just making it through, and and you know, we're, we we got to do what we got to do here. So mm-hmm. it's uh, mm-hmm. it's Psalms. Here we go. Psalms are pa- crazy. Yeah, and we will be back tomorrow with um Psalm Psalms chapters uh three, four, and five. Awesome. All right, we'll see you guys then. Yep. Bye. Hey, wife, I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.